Welcome to the I Crush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. It's great to be back. I had a blast with the family these past couple of weeks. Uh, we actually had friends and family visiting from Texas for the past couple of months. But uh, last week, we took the family out to Mexico, to the beach, and it was definitely relaxing. And as most of you know, I'm a one-man show, so I'm the, I'm the one traveling to spots, interviewing folks, editing, posting, promoting. And no, I don't get paid for any of this or write-off expenses, uh, nor am I under any delusion that I'll someday make a living doing this. I just love doing it. I do it because I love everything about barbecue, the friendships, the camaraderie, the passion, the hard work, the dedication, you know, the whole artistic side of it, and of course, the amazing vast culinary experiences. I love listening to inspirational stories of grit, determination, stories of success, and stories that are just beginning. I'm not a professional by any means. I haven't mastered the art of interviewing or sound or anything like that, but I'm learning with every episode. I at least hope that you're inspired by some of these folks as much as I am. Uh, if you'd like to help promote the show, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Share the show on social media, tag your friends. We're slowly approaching a thousand followers, which is pretty awesome for me. And we're growing organically. There's no fake accounts. And, you know, we're not buying followers or anything like that. So please help get the word out. By the way, have you seen our new logo? It's incredible. Love it. Thank you. Special thanks to M. Brady Clark for working this up for us. Absolutely love it. I'm sending free stickers. I made some stickers. I'm sending these out this week. So if you'd like one, please DM me your address. I'll send another batch probably in the ne next week or so. And um, with the new design, I plan on printing some new hats and T-shirts. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and if you know of uh, any inspiring stories that, uh, or if you have an inspiring story that you feel needs to be told, reach out to me. DM me and um, hopefully we can get them on. For this episode, though, I decided to do a little recap of my first 20 shows. For those of you that just discovered the show, or if you've just fallen behind or are skipping around and want a little synopsis of the episodes, the show's exactly for you. So, uh, by the way, it's technically 19 shows, uh, since one was an April Fool's joke. But uh, we'll get to that one. I think uh, it actually made a, a pretty good impact. So I'm excited to share a little bit about that. So, all right, we'll go ahead and get started. So the way we started the show was with uh, the Shed Market. And the Shed Market is in Abilene, Texas. And if you've been listening from the beginning, uh, I am from Abilene, Texas. And I went to high school and everything there. So this was, you know, kind of an extra special one for me. Brian Stacy Stevenson. Uh, went to Wiley High School, um, and they grew up in the area. Um, or Byron's grandparents actually owned the Shed, which was a barbecue, which was a restaurant in between San Angelo, Texas and Abilene, Texas. It was very popular. It was kind of a destination, you know, go out to eat. It was about maybe, um, I would say, maybe 40 minutes or so from Abilene. It was in uh, Texas Monthly Magazine, prior to uh, Daniel Vaughn's reign as the uh, as editor, uh, but uh, they actually got a visit uh, from Daniel Vaughn, had a nice little write-up, and Stacy and Byron are actually 
know, selling out on a daily basis. They also have a little meat market where they brought steaks um, and all these this incredible meat that isn't really typical for the area. So I saw that recently NFL quarterback Case Keenum went in there, bought some steaks for his family. Uh, really cool, really cool uh, meat counter that they have there, and their barbecue is excellent. I've been several times, and they're the, just the nicest folks. Uh, they do a lot of catering, and they, uh, they're, they're really, really popular right now. I think they're definitely one of the top up-and-coming places around, but uh, really enjoyed my visit with them. That was episode one, the Shed Market. Um, definitely get out there if you're headed out you know, from Central Texas and headed out to maybe Lubbock and and uh, Embers and, uh, you know, a lot of those uh, Rahinos and pit forks and um, smoke rings, um, you know, definitely stop by Abilene and, and check out the Shed Market. So um, episode two was uh, Embers Barbecue. I actually drove up to Lubbock and met uh, Andrew and Jewel Hill at uh, Evie Mays. So we had lunch at Evie Mays and did the interview there. Um, this was my my second interview, episode number two. Andrew and Jewel were uh, on the verge of shutting their doors and, um, and had special visitor Daniel Vaughn swing by and motivated them and got them excited. And, um, you know, Jewel Hill is, is really the one that has been pushing Andrew to keep driving on this on this dream that he's had for a long time. He's he's been cooking barbecue for a long time. Um, and they uh, they actually made a move. They're in they're in Lubbock now and they're doing really, really well. So, uh, you know, this was just their backstory. Um, you know, it's one of those that's really touching and and, you know, you, you really feel um, their energy and their passion and their drive. Very inspirational. And, um, you know, we got a little bit of uh, Mallory uh, on there as well. She came and sat with us and chatted with us for a little bit. A little kind of side note, I recorded a little extra clip with them, but the the audio was terrible. So I had to, I had to snip that, but uh, it's not part of, not part of the interview, but uh, you will be able to hear Mallory and of course, Andrew and Jewel Hill, you'll hear their story, you know, what they've done to kind of persevere and get to where they are now. So, uh, again, if you're ever out in that Lubbock area, uh, Embers, Embers is now in Lubbock. So uh, follow them and, um, and check out their story. It's a really, really good story. And, and speaking of really good stories, Ragtop Fern is my episode number three. This was my very first California episode. The other two were in Texas, obviously. Um, I wanted to start with Ragtop Fern, who is Fernando Carrillo. I talked to folks in the barbecue industry here in in um, in California, in SoCal, and you know, I don't think anyone's bigger than uh, than Bert Bachman of Trudy's Underground Barbecue and Slab, of course. He cooks for some incredible people. Well, Bart Bachman uh, told me that uh, the person that inspired him in Southern California, California, was and, and basically deemed this guy the OG of um, underground barbecue. And, uh, you know, he really respects uh, uh, Fernando, our ragtop fern. And uh, it's, it's really cool, man. I mean, he's... Uh, 
if someone like that is vouching for you and saying that, hey, you inspired me, um, I think it's a pretty big deal. So you'll hear the story of Fernando and, um, you know, he's in, uh, in a historic Filipino town in Los Angeles. Um, he's born and raised in that neighborhood. He cooks in that neighborhood right in front of his house in a pit that he made named Lucifer. He got a really cool t-shirt with a, with a pit. But yeah, you'll hear, hear the story of Ragtop Fern. He's done some really cool things. He's a he's a big car guy. Loves low riders. Has been um, you know has been cooking for quite a while. But um, you know this is just a side gig for him, and he doesn't really want to grow or or really um, turn it into his main business. He's uh, he has a long time job that he loves. Been doing it for over thirteen years. And um, just a really cool story. He's um, he's the man. He's the man. He's uh, he's Fernando Carrillo. So that's uh, episode three. Uh, moving to episode four, I sat down with Dustin Bartz of Bartz Barbecue, and uh, and Dustin is uh, is an important guy in the barbecue community. He's a uh, he's a hustler, man. He's a uh, He's a guy that likes to put things together. He's put on uh, Smoke Fest, which we'll talk a little bit about. Um, but, uh, you know, he goes to breweries. He does hot chicken. He does uh, hamburgers. He does, um, you know, brisket, ribs, sausage. He does a traditional Texas style. He does California style. He does Bart style. I mean, this guy... He's done burritos and he's done all kinds of really good stuff. And, um, you know, lately he's been using a lot of uh, really high quality meats. So he's doing Wagyu briskets and and uh, beef ribs and uh, it's going great for him. Got a really cool, cool story. And he's he spent some time in Austin, Texas, and of course was inspired by uh, by some of the food out there. So. Uh, check out uh, episode four with Dustin Bartz. He's he's a really, really good guy. And like I said, important for the community. Helps a lot of small pop-ups around. And uh, and like I said, we'll talk a little bit about that in Smoke Fest uh, episode coming up here. But uh, the next episode, which is episode five, is Moosecraft Barbecue. Now, unless you've been under a rock, you know, you, you know who these guys are. So Andrew and Michelle Munoz of Moosecraft Barbecue is probably the hottest barbecue pop-up uh, in California right now. I think um, these guys, wherever they pop up, they have a huge line. They sell out. Now they have a team. They have a residency at Smorgasbord, which is a, a food little festival every Sunday. So they're there now, kind of a um, um, a regular place for them. So a residency. So they're they're available, and they're also kind of back to their roots, doing um, doing pop ups at breweries. So they're doing that again, and uh, and also you know, a little catering here and there. But uh, you know these guys are are on fire. They were on Manfire Food, uh, cooked in their backyard. Um, they were part of um, a big event here in LA, which we'll talk about again here here shortly. But um, yeah, man, these these guys are, are just incredible. They're a small family. They're all in. This is their main job. 
um, and Michelle does a lot of the side or does all of the sides, uh, and she's she's incredible, just as incredible as Andrew. They make a great team. So that's Moose. And moving on to uh, episode six, um, I can I can almost say the same thing about this power couple. This is Heritage Barbecue. So episode six is Heritage Barbecue. Um, I sat down with uh, Danny and Brenda Castillo. Again, power couple. Uh, these guys have been married. They've been together ever since they were 15, 18 years old. And they you know, finish each other's sentences. They are hardworking. They are all in. Uh, Brenda still has, a, has her regular job. I don't know how much longer that's going to last, but um, you know th- they are really booming right now. They uh, they're you know, mainly in Orange County. They hit a ton of um, breweries there, and Danny is an, is a chef, uh, so he has a lot of creativity in his in his food. Uh, he prides himself in in being Texas barbecue. Has you know, flies the Texas flag at his pop ups. Um, but man, he mixes it up all the time and it's always a treat hitting his, his, um, his pop-ups. Um, they are, they are also booming. I think they're the next great thing, um, out of SoCal. Uh, they're on the verge of opening a restaurant. I don't know if I'm even supposed to announce that, but, uh, um, they are, uh, they are on the verge of opening a restaurant. I can't give any details out just yet, but uh, they're they're ready to move to that next level. Very good friends of mine, uh, and you have to get out there and check out Heritage Barbecue. Listen to this episode. I promise you, you will you will be inspired. Heritage Barbecue. That's episode six. So, episode seven is a couple of guys. It's actually. Owners Drew Bras, uh, and they're out in um, they're out in Orange County now. Harper Barbecue, and that now they've they've basically have been building pits. So Drew Bras and his buddy Bryant Stevens are what uh, what is Harper Barbecue. Um, they have recently kind of changed their name for the pit building side. I've seen Harper Metalworks, uh, but these guys are building pits and sending them uh, all over the all over the place. Um, the most uh, recognizable, or the one that you you guys will probably know, is Helberg out in Waco. Um, has actually two pits from Harper Barbecue. Uh, you know, as you guys know, they're they're one of the new top twenty five uh, barbecue joints in in texas so you know harper barbecues uh or harper metalworks and harper barbecue now harper barbecue is a restaurant that they're working on opening as well uh which will be in orange county and um you know i've gone to the site it's gonna be incredible uh they have great vision and if and if the creativity that they show in their pits translates to what they're going to do in this restaurant, it's just, it's going to be incredible. So um, I already told them I I have a seat at the bar. So um, you want to listen to this episode because these guys are still young and and like up and coming 
you know, these guys are are are, are just on fire. So uh, the pit building and the restaurant, the restaurant, um, it's probably still um, maybe six to 12 months out. I don't know, maybe more. But, um, you know, we'll keep you posted on that. Listen to their story. And uh, that's episode seven. So episode number eight is uh, Smoke Fest. Actually, it was Smoke Fest 2. And this is the event that Dustin Bartz organized along with LA Ale Works, um, which is in Hawthorne, California. Um, so what this was was a little barbecue festival featured four of the top pop-ups in SoCal, including Meathead Barbecue, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, he's one of our uh, one of the folks that we interviewed. The Barbacoa Boys, Kelly's Barbecue, and uh, of course Bart's Barbecue. So um, the menus were insane. These guys were really tearing it up. Uh, it rained that day, um, so I thought, man, this is going to slow it down. But it was pretty packed. I think they all they all sold out. Uh, so I chat with all of those guys, and uh, you know, get a few minutes with each one of them. Talk to a few of the folks that are kind of hanging out there. Met a barbecue joint from uh, Las Vegas called the Five One Two Experience, um, and I also met the the, the food hoodie there. And, uh, and we chatted a little bit as well. So this is a really cool episode. It's just me kind of hanging out at Smoke Fest. And, uh, and you get to kind of meet some of, the, some of the other pop-ups, which we will be interviewing um, the Barbacoa Boys and Kellys as well. Those are coming up. And that was uh, episode eight. So episode nine was the one I mentioned earlier. This was an April Fool's joke. Um, I was on my way to, to chat with the Robert Jacob Lerma, uh, who everybody knows is, is just an incredible, incredible, multi-talented guy. But, um, you know, everybody knows his pictures, you know, the, the way he tells stories with with all of those pictures and and then all his relationships and in in barbecue across the world. Um, are just incredible. But uh, anyway, this was like a breaking news April Fool's joke where I mentioned that uh, Robert Jacob Lermo was going to open a restaurant, that it was going to be open every Saturday, but it was going to be just uh, alternating pit masters from across the country, kind of using his, his relationships to bring in like these huge names. You know, everyone really believed it, you know, because he, this guy has this kind of pool. So I had people texting me and, and calling me as well, asking me about it. But, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was a, an April Fool's joke, but what's happened recently is that, you know, RJL has actually been having some backyard barbecues, um, monthly. And it's almost like, what we what we explained as a joke, and uh, it's really cool because he's had folks in his backyard that I mean j just incredible. I mean Miguel Vidal, uh, Ernest Cervantes, just recently Matt Pittman, Ronnie Killen, Patrick Fegis, Wayne Mueller, Reed Guess, the Mill Scale Boys. I mean the list goes on. There's and there's another one coming in August and another one coming in September. I mean, this guy is is just really killing it and just 
I want to be a part of it. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can book a flight to get it, get out to the next one. I don't, I don't think I can drop the names of the next folks that are, that are going, but um, it's going to be big as well. So you'll want to just tune in, just make sure uh, and follow Robert Jacob Lerma. Um, that's episode nine. Again, it's a really short clip, but episode 10 is Robert Jacob Lerma. And, um, and you have to listen to this one. I sit down and chat with him. Um, this was probably the one that I could relate to the most. Uh, a lot of things are in parallel with my life and, and how we grew up. He comes from a very uh, tough background, and he has has really you know built a brand um, and has really just kind of against all odds has come out. And this guy's you know, CEO of a hospital and one of the top photographers in, you know, in the world for barbecue. And, and this guy is, is a family man and, and just, just a great story and, uh, and a great guy. Uh, so definitely tune in to episode 10, Robert Jacob Lerma. We did, we, we, um, we chatted in his backyard and, and, you know, had a cigar and a little bit of whiskey, and uh, it was a great time. So definitely tune into that one. Uh, the next episode was episode 11, um, SS Pit Crew. Oh, my gosh. Talk about having fun at an interview. Um, so I sit down with Robert Sierra and Brian Gonzalez. We were at uh, Hayes County Barbecue in San Marcos. I had just flown in. Um, from California, flown into San Antonio and was driving to Austin. So I stopped and met up with these guys. Special thanks to Michael Nessonette Hernandez for letting us kind of crash their place for the interview. But, um, man, we sat down, cracked some jokes. We ate a little. Man, it was it was just like sitting around with your buddies and shooting the shit. It was, it was really, a really fun interview. You get to find out a lot about the competitions and, you know, what they do and how they've, you know, how they got started and kind of where they're headed. Brian Gonzalez is, you know, Robert says, man, he's like, he's like a brother. He's like one of my boys, you know, and, and they have a very special relationship. You know, Robert Sierra, of course, is one of the most, you know, familiar faces in barbecue. Everybody knows the guy. He supports everybody. Probably the nicest guy out there. You know, this guy's everywhere. Anywhere you go, um, he's helping and he's promoting folks all of the time. Uh, we talk a little bit about what's in store for them and, you know, kind of what's what's coming up. So, so you'll definitely want to tune into that. You'll be laughing for sure. Um, and, again, that was probably the most fun I've had in, a, in an interview. The next interview, oh, that was number 11. So number, episode number 12 is Black Hat Barbecue. And that's where I sat down with uh, Phil Martin of Black Hat Barbecue. And he's in Beverly Hills, California. That's where he has a pop-up that he, that, that he has at a farmer's market in Beverly Hills, which was very intriguing to me. I'm, I'm, you know, I have this perception. I think we all have a perception of... Beverly Hills is just being kind of this, you know, these rich folks and, you know, artists and, and actors and whatnot and, and everybody with their nose up and, and, um, you know, having this conversation with Phil, 
it's like, man, it's not like that at all. All these people are, are, um, are very nice and they come up and chat with them and, um, they complain about prices too. And, uh, you know, he gets to, he gets to serve to some cool people too, and has some really interesting stories with some famous chefs and, uh, and some famous folks that come and eat with him. Um, he's throwing out some great food out there. Um, he, he started cooking whole hog. He does a lot of a lot of uh, really just great food, and then uh, his sides are are very delicious, and, and and does everything from scratch. One man show, so you'll want to tune in to to listen to Phil and kind of get his perspective on things over there in uh, in in that part of California. And just a side note, Phil reminds me of Uncle Phil on um, <laughs> on the Prince of Bel Air. He's just a younger version of Uncle Phil, but uh, man, really, really nice guy, and uh, and uh, definitely tune into episode twelve. Uh, episode thirteen takes me to another pit builder, probably the biggest pit builder out here in California, um, Fat Stack Smokers. Um, this is the guy that's provided all the pits you know, for, for all the big guns. So Trudy's underground barbecue, Moosecraft barbecue. Um, I mean, he's got such a long list of folks that he's, uh, provided barbecues for. He's, he's shipping them all the way to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> so, I mean, he ships them all over the place. Uh, the barbacoa boys have an insane pit. Um, that he built for them and um, with all the bells and whistles. Uh, it's got very interesting design, and he's all about the science behind it. Uh, his story's awesome. He goes into this class, which sounds incredible, talks a little bit about this class, a welding class, and um, you know, before you know it, he's, uh, he's teaching folks how to do it. And... Um, and um, and now he's just he's huge and and has a um, has a wait list. I don't know what how long it is now, but um, he cooks on every single pit before he sends it out. So he has these bashes on a pretty regular basis. I haven't made it out to one yet because it's a little far from my house, but uh, I want to make it at least one of these days. He's got a very interesting little side note of uh, of his previous career. You'll have to tune in to, to find out what it is. But uh, that's episode 13, Fat Stack Smokers. Uh, all right, moving on to Hav's Barbecue. Episode number 14 is Javier Gomez at Hav's Barbecue. And that's in Anaheim, California. You know, just like most folks started in pop-ups, you know, backyard warrior and uh, saying no to no one traveled, went, you know, and cooked wherever they asked him to cook and started, you know, gaining some momentum. And uh, he's one of the ones that has a brick and mortar. And, um, you know, he's he's converted to brick and mortar. He has an offset smoker that he uses, which he's found a way to be able to use one, which is very difficult out here, but uh, he found a way. Um, and he's in a very up-and-coming neighborhood 
it's really cool. There's a brewery and uh, and a little wine restaurant right next to him. Uh, so it's it's you got to tune in, especially if you're in in the uh, SoCal area or if you come out to Disney or or anything like that. You want to come by and see Hobbs Barbecue. The location is uh, again in a booming little up and coming restaurant next to uh, to a big market. And he's even talking about maybe um, maybe number two, location number two. So tune in, check out Hobbs, Javier Gomez. Uh, really cool story there. Uh, the next episode, that was episode 14. So now moving on to episode 15. Now, this was one to remember for the rest of your life. Um, episode 15 is L.A. Food Bowl. So... I took my backpack and threw in my recorder just in case I could talk to some of these folks. So LA Food Bowl, um, just for folks that don't know, it's um, it's a food festival that occurs every May in California. And it lasts 31 days. It lasts the whole month of May. They kick it off. You know, the 1st of May, and it's restaurants, pop-ups all across L.A. area. Um, and then on um, on May 12th, they had L.A. Food Bowl. And in, and in this event, there was an incredible cast of folks that came. Um, the organizer was um, Adam Perry Lang who, if you don't know who Adam Perry Lang, um, you've also been under a rock. Uh, so APL, he has a, he, APL has a steakhouse here in, uh, in LA in Hollywood down, down, uh, downtown. And, um, it's, it's a very incredible bar, uh, um, steakhouse. And what he was doing, he was, he was, um, just a little background. This is not part of the not part of the 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 interview or anything, but uh, just to give you a little bit of background. So he had a little uh, place actually called Hole in the Wall right next to his restaurant. It's still there. Um, but he would do like ha um, a sandwich. Um, he would do a hot dog. He would do like s just small things um, on the side. Well, recently he's turned that into a barbecue joint. So now you can actually, and this is like during the day only for like a certain amount of time. Um, then they close up and then it becomes the steakhouse in the evenings. So anyway, he's he's back to barbecue, which is his roots. Um, look him up, Adam Perry Lang, read his story. Um, hopefully I'll have him on the show one of these days. But um, and and we get to chat with him a little bit on on this interview. But um, but anyway, he helped put this together. He calls up his buddies, um, who are Pat Martin, Sam Jones, Billy Durney. Um, what's that other guy's name? Aaron Franklin? Oh, yeah, Aaron Franklin. Um, he has uh, uh, Matt Horn out here from the Bay Area, who's on fire, too. Uh, we had uh, Moosecraft Barbecue as part of this event. And, um, you know, dream come true for them as well. And I'll tell you, they held, they held their own along these towering legends. 
Um, but yeah, this was the biggest thing that happened to barbecue, uh, in California, uh, ever. So tune in to the, uh, to the episode. I also got to interview Ed Randolph a little bit there. He had just, um, launched his book, Smoked, and gave me a couple of copies. You know, I talked to Bert Bachman. I talked to Michelle and Andrew. I talked to Billy Durney and Pat and um, Sam Jones. Uh, of course, Sam's the, the best storyteller of all. Um, so definitely want to tune into that episode. It's one that I will never forget and uh, and hope to see those guys again soon. Uh, I do want to make trips out to their restaurants eventually. So um, you know, that's episode 15. Do not miss that episode. Um, episode 16 is... My boy Aaron Rahino out in Olton, Texas, man. He had just been named one of the new top 25 barbecue joints by Texas Monthly when we talked. Uh, it was my first phone interview, so the sound's not so great, but um, uh, the content's really good. These, you know, this this is an incredible story of uh, you know perseverance and. And putting your head down and working your butt off. Um, you know, when I interviewed Embers, they all they talked about was how the Rahinos were just so nice and so positive. And even if they had a bad day, they were just always positive. And, you know, you can tell by just talking to him that um he had he and you know, he and his wife have this passion and they they have to succeed. They're they're just a young couple and um, you know, they're their family plays a huge part of their business and their success. And um, how do you make it in the small town of just 2,100 population? It's got to be hard. So tune into the story. I mean, especially if you're an up and coming uh, or if you're interested in, in, you know, maybe opening up a joint or doing pop-ups or whatever, um, this will be very, very informative for you. And again, this is in Texas. This is out in Olton, Texas, and it's uh, Aaron Rahino Rahino Barbecue. So check them out for sure. The next episode was episode seventeen with Foundry Barbecue, and I've been wanting to get out and, and check uh, Foundry Barbecue out for a while. Um, they're also in Orange County. Man, I sat down with Grant Mason of Foundry Barbecue, and this is a uh, you know. Another one of those stories of, man, I had my first bite of, of Texas barbecue, and it just blew me away. You know, his first Texas barbecue, or bite of Texas barbecue is actually in Utah when he was in college at, uh, at BYU. So uh, interesting story there. So you want you want to tune in to hear about that. And th- this guy's gone to Texas and and took a class with Dylan Taylor and, and, um, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's so pumped and motivated and, and wants to succeed and, uh, heard about his wife's cookies too. <laughs> um, just a, just a young man, young couple with, uh, you know, with a small family that are just working hard and, and want to succeed. And they're out here in California, you know, and, and, um, you know, he's popping up. He had a pop up just uh, just uh, sad this past Saturday. I wasn't able to get to it, but um, 
I'm going to check them out here pretty soon. But you, you want to follow this couple. You want to follow uh, Foundry Barbecue and um, and see how how fast they they get going. They got uh, and they got a lot of momentum right now. They got a uh, and they're cooking on a fat stack smoker, by the way. So you'll definitely want to want to check them out. Um, uh, let's move on here to. That was episode 17, so we're moving to episode 18, which was my boy, Logan Cahoon of Meathead Barbecue. So Logan Cahoon, he's, this is a big old dude that uh, I met at um, Smokefest 2. And so Smokefest 2 came around, and this guy had this big burrito and some grilled cheese and I'm like, what? Let's let's check it out. And uh, man, just booming with flavor, and and uh, he makes his own sauce and uses high quality meats. And he he's actually uh, he actually works for a meat company also. So but he he better use great meat, right? So um, yeah, he's got a really cool story of how he started. And, and uh, the meathead, uh, the meathead name, and how that came to be, is pretty cool and interesting. And um, I'm sure you'll enjoy this one. So definitely uh, check out uh, Logan Cahoon and Meathead Barbecue, episode 18. You know, from the streets of California to, you know, he's doing pop-ups and catering, and he also has a residency. Also, so tune in to uh, to listen to his cool story and. Uh, and see him bloom. Moving on to episode 19. Uh, in this episode, I sat down with Jeff and Christine Fitchett of Magilla's Barbecue. Uh, I sat down, I was like, what's Magilla? He's like, Magilla, man, like the like the the gorilla, Magilla Gorilla. And I'm like, oh, okay. So and it's just a cartoon from back in the day. And I didn't even remember it until I pulled up the, you know, pulled it up on Google. I'm like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. So um, interesting way he got the name. In fact, his his, uh, his wife, Christine, just posted about that yesterday. Um, but, uh, man, this is a this is a family. They have they have three, uh, four kiddos. And, uh, man, everybody pitches in. Everybody helps out. They even have um, other family, extended family members, help them out when they need to. Um, but uh, you know, this is an uh, uh, an ex Marine Corps sergeant that um, you know has a lot of discipline, and um, you know he he wanted to make sure he was doing it right. So he has he has all of the paperwork, and he has all of the um, certificates and everything that he needs to really take this business to the next level. Um, so it's not in the, um, I think it's in the interview, but he has a, a residency right now, at least for the next couple of months at, um, at, uh, music, uh, music at the park. Um, we'll put, we'll post up the information, but you got to follow, uh, McGillis barbecue. This is uh, episode 19 and, um, yeah, just they're up and coming. They're, they're, you know, the, this, one of those things that they were doing it for fun and yeah, we're doing it for, for, for our school kid, you know, for a kid's fundraiser and 
whatnot. And then now it's like, well, let's maybe take it another step. So you want to tune into to Miguel as it's a, it's a, it's a really cool story. So, uh, and finally Smokey Jones barbecue episode 20. That was the, the, the last episode I did before I went on vacation. And, um, in uh, in that episode, I interview Russ Weiner of Smokey Jones Barbecue, um, and he's out in Culver City, California. Um, Russ is is a is a uh, is a transplant from upstate New York, and his wife Vivian is uh, is from Cali, and uh, these folks are slinging some barbecue from their own driveway. You know, I mean, this is a you know. St- like typical underground barbecue in California. I mean, this is straight out of the page of Ragtop Fern, right? I'm going to post up in front of my house and, you know, slang some barbecue and, you know, people walk by, people drive by, people hear about it. And now people coming from all over to come eat barbecue from the front of your house. So this is, this is such a cool story. Um, he, he cooks on an offset smoker, also has a Santa Maria grill. Uh, so he does, you know, he mixes mixes up his meats a little bit and does some tri-tip to to kind of cover the, the California home base and, um, you know, does everything from scratch. They, um, you know, they're focused on catering and, and kind of home pop-ups, not really doing the the um you know the the big pop-ups right now but um they're having a pit built by uh someone in texas and if you tune in you'll be able to find out um where in texas and who's building that pit for them so if they're building a pit from texas and shipping it out here i think they're probably taking this business to another level at some point soon so you'll want to tune in. Russ is a really good guy. He works from home. He, he owns his own business. And um, so it gives him a little bit of flexibility to do what he loves to do with this barbecue business. And, um, you know, everything was delicious when I went. And it was just really cool to see people, you know, walking across the street or pulling up from other places to come enjoy some delicious barbecue that they're putting out. Really cool story. Just you definitely want to tune in. So, well, that's the first twenty episodes. I mean, I can tell you, it's been a blast. It's it, every single one of them has been has been touching in some way. Um, you know, I've I've got to taste a lot of really good food. I've got to hear a lot of really cool stories and and really get to know these folks and um, they become part of this barbecue family. So. I'm ready for more. I'm ready to interview more folks. I'm ready to share their stories and their passion. Um, And as early as next week, we'll we'll start going again. And um, I hope you're enjoying these these, uh, interviews. I get a lot of messages from a lot of folks, and um, I appreciate it. Thank you. They're very motivating for me. Um, You know, I'm doing this for fun, like I said. And uh, as long as you keep... uh, Liking it and asking for it, we'll keep doing it. So um, remember, just like the show whenever you go into your favorite app. Um, get your friends to subscribe. 
add a review if you can, please. Five star ratings will help us, um, you know, get the word out on some more of these. Uh, you know, we want everybody to know these cool stories. You know, some you know whether it's in California or Texas or all over the country. I mean, we have folks listening, you know, from Australia and, and Mexico and all over the all over the country. So uh, let's let's get the word out. Share again with your friends. Um, and post up, tag us on your favorite pictures. Uh, and if you know of a, of a story that, that needs to be heard, or if you have a story that's inspiring or needs to be told, feel free to reach out to me. I mean, uh, remember, you can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Show, or email us at show at gmail.com. Okay. Don't forget to tag us with all your favorite picks. Of course, we want to see what you're crushing. And until next time, keep on crushing that cube.